Welcome to the Dusty Sunday Session, episode 16. I made yeah, a mistake we, last yeah. week. That, that's our bad. This is why we should probably do some editing. Yeah. Um, no, we shouldn't. To, <laughs> you just get the raw footage. The raw footage. The raw audio. Raw we don't, we audio. don't give you any footage. It doesn't really have a condom on, on this time. No. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> hello. Yeah, uh, hello. I guess this week, uh, Angus, Angus Wilson, you know, law student. Uh, it's got a job somewhere. I really should have rehearsed this more. Honestly, man, we've been so busy this week <laughs> that we were just like, we like any time to plan. Anything. I came home from work yesterday and I was like, "Fuck, I got tomorrow like the day off until work at like six p.m." Oh, fuck, I got the podcast. Yes, yeah, shit. Um, uh, yeah. So, Angus, welcome to the show. Oh, nice to be here again. Yeah, again. Yeah. Well, so for those of you who are long-time listeners, first-time fans of Dusty Sunday Session. We initially released an episode of Norm and I having a chat with Angus as our first ever episode. Yeah. We have since had to take it down due to um, sound uh, issues. Yep, and just topical discussions within that just awful, episode. Absolutely yeah. awful chat. We've um, learned. We've definitely come a long way. Well, kind of. Not that much. I mean, we've got a thousand listeners now, mate. We have. It is unbelievable. So uh, thank you, first of all, I think, to everyone who's listened to this podcast. It really means a lot to mm. Norm and myself and mm. people here at Salient. I don't think it matters to them that much, but yeah, here we are. Um, yeah, thank you. And we'll hope to continue doing what we like to do. Yeah. So Angus. Yeah. Yes. Law. Discuss. Um... Uh, probably the worst law student you could get in. Um, <laughs> We're off to a great start. What a start. Yeah, no, because like, with all the grades, they release like a little graph that tells you how inferior you are to the rest of the class. <laughs> Wait, they got graphs? Yeah. Show, like showing where I you are. Doing where you rank. Stats. Yeah, so you can see like how many people got Bs, how many people got Cs. Uh, so, how so many what, people failed? Right. What type of is it? A dot plot? Is it a histogram? Bar graph? A pie Just chart? A, your classic bar graph. Okay. Classic bar. Yeah. Is that okay, the one cool. horizontal or vertical? Horizontal. Horizontal. horizontal yeah. Really. Yeah. Nice. And a nice, nice readable table underneath. Mm. But um, from that, over my four years, I've come to realise and be able to quantify just how bad I am at law. <laughs> you know, because a lot of people think you know C's get degrees and. A lot of other people are getting C's. I know exactly how few people are getting C's. Because um, you can see it. Yeah. So yeah. Three people. You know, yeah. Shout out to the yeah three other people on that uh, that chunky C minus C average. Um, it's nice to have some company down there. But yeah, I, I'm a uniquely bad law student. Um, so I don't really know uh, much about law, to be honest. Well, um, why the fuck are you here then? No, I, I, yeah, no, that's what I thought. I feel like I feel like that's like hits close to home because you know, um, and even even in high school, like you go into like an NCA exam and you sit it, and then after that, everything's just fucking gone. Like you have and no, watch, shit, yeah. yeah, you just have Wipes no knowledge. I feel like law is just that content intensive that there's so much that you have to like remember when you've actually like written it down, done your test or whatever, it's just boom in the bin. Don't give a fuck. You know? Would you say yeah, pretty would much. you say that you're more of a relatable law student? I, I try to be. I really don't think it's that that hard because how little effort I put in to pass. <laughs> like, you right. know, I, I don't think I don't like the like mystique or prestige around being a law student. I think it's kinda 
kind of wanky and stupid, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't like I don't like any of that and actively try sort of step away from that, which is pretty easy when you're a C student. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. You know, there's no sort of illusion of confidence around me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't really... I don't really buy into that, that there's anything too special. Um, and I really like the snobbery that there sometimes is. I, don't, I haven't really met anyone at law school that been like, oh, what an ass. But there's just that, you know, the vibe of the it. The vibe. I if was exactly ever, about to say the that. The aura. The aura. Yeah. If you've ever walked in there, I don't know whether it's my own sort of insecurity, um, but, you know, my missus can attest to it that it's actually quite uncomfortable. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of uncomfortable. You feel like you don't belong. Yeah. yeah. I've been in that. Law school building once, and that was this year. Yeah, when and by that to... we mean Puppeteer, right? No, the, the actual law school building, school. not oh, just the Rutherford Rutherford House. No, the one across the road, the old looking one. There's another one. Yeah, that's yeah. the law school. Where Shit. the fuck have you been? Um, I <laughs> not in the law school. Do I take law? <laughs> I went. No. I've, I've been in that building once, and that was um, going with uh, <clears throat> my flatmate to uh, print something off or some mm. shit. Because we're going for beers after, so I was like, "Oh yeah, fair enough. Take along, I'll, yeah, take along." And I went in there. No one just, no one just interacts with anyone. They're no. just like, there's what you know. Is that because it's quite competitive? Yeah, I don't know. Like in first year, that was certainly the case when there's limited spaces. But I don't know why people still care so much in second and third year. I mean, mm. like you know, you all move at your own pace. But I guess it sort of just attracts a higher percentage of hyper-competitive, intense people. I mean, mm. in the common room, there's normally people chatting and stuff, but the libraries are, like, oppressively quiet. Um, <laughs> oppressively quiet. 1984, yeah. George Orwell, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It is quite an interesting environment. I guess I guess part of why I'm uncomfortable there is that, like, mystique of, like, oh, like, law students are so smart and good. Mm. It's like... They nah. don't talk yeah. because they've got so much on their mind. Exactly. Like, the amount of people have seen me, you know... Passed out drunk. It really sort of shatters <laughs> that mystique pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would you so you'd say? Would you say that you're not a stereotypical law student? Then I probably am, but I try not to be. Okay. Um, Guides are well. Yeah. Guides are well. Yeah. I. You know, and I don't think there's such a thing as a normal law student. Um, I don't know. I don't really like generalizations because, I mean, you know. After four years there, there's so many different people doing so many different interesting things. Like, I don't know, you got LOLs doing, wanting to do, like, she does drama alongside of it. Mm. And then there's other people doing, like, hyper-businessy focus, like, you know, Harvey Specter type <laughs> shit. Yeah. And then there's me showing up hungover and, you know, coasting through. Mm. Um, there's not really a single way to define it, but it is very... It's a different culture entirely to my BA, which I find really find it sort of unnecessary. The pressure I don't really understand the need for it. So you you're, you're doing law alongside a BA in in uh, what international relations and public policy. Okay. Wow, that's cool. a lot of different things. It's yeah. a lot of writing and reading. It's fucking hard. Yeah, but I mean the, the public the BA stuff. I, so I just pitch up on the day, and it's normally fine. It's all my attitude for all of university. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, whereas law's a bit different. Um, I actually have to do an amount of work, and I'm still not very good. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. No, the BA's the BA's good. I enjoy that part of it. It's almost like I'm in a completely different place. Mm. Which I guess I am. 
Mm. Um, but yeah, I do sort of think maybe I should have just gone and done a BA, could be finished or halfway through a master's yeah. now if I just bang that out. Yeah. And with public policy, you can get a nice six figure office job pretty quickly in New Zealand's largest employer. Because there's uh, a large government. percentage of law students that won't actually go into law. Do you fall into that category? Um, I'm not sure. I would like to practice. I do some legal volunteering on the side, um, sort of in employment law, the workers' rights service. Mm. And I guess through just being around while everyone else graduates and drops out and finishes doing it, I've ended up one of the more experienced people there in two years. And nice. Been able to take on some more responsibility with that, and that's allowed me to do some more real world stuff with law, and I love that. Like I like doing that a lot. That you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the whole time. I'm actually engaged with that, which is a very stark contrast to law school. So I think at the moment, I mean, it changes every every week, but <laughs> I, I I hate law school, but I think I like law. I don't really know because you know, I've not done it. I don't know what it would be like actually being in a firm. It's, and I don't really think there's an answer whether I will mm. like it until I've done it. Mm. But I would like to practice. Um, but, you know, a job in public policy is pretty treat. Um, it allow me to do similar stuff, and I think... Um, so I don't know. I, I, when I graduate in a year, year and a half from now, at the ripe old age, twenty three and a half, I just, I, yeah, yeah. I just love it how you just deflated when you <laughs> when you said a year yeah. and a half, yeah. eighty thousand dollars in debt. Um, starting out on, I think they're about forty six k jobs. So. This is meant to be like an advertisement for studying law, but this has become very quickly an advertisement to not study law. Well, I don't think you'll talk to a law student who doesn't have issues with law school and how... Not a single one, man. Yeah, there are very few people who who study law who've who've passed first year, gone into second year, and now they're like, well, I grafted so hard in that first year because it is fucking stressful. Mm. And then you're going into, they're going into second, third year, and you have a yarn to them, and they're like, I'm just doing it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's that full stop. I'm just doing it. It's, it's, if, like you said, it fluctuates between, you know, I enjoy some things, I hate other things, mm-hmm. but I'm just, at the moment, I'm just doing it. It turns into that thing where you ask someone how they're going, and they go, Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that's definitely the case. I mean, getting to the end, end of last year, I was very, very, very burnt out. I put an enormous amount of effort into one of the more infamous papers, contract law, and got God. exactly fifty percent. <laughs> you know, I had spent like a full week. That was all I did for a week straight, mm. and mm. come away with a C minus for the course <laughs> yeah. on the exam. And it's a bit, it's quite demoralizing. I mean, it's kind of hard to pick up now. Study habits everyone's been developing since like high school because mm. I could always coast through, so I never taught myself to study and never have studied until now where I'm sort of trying to turn the corner so I can actually get a fucking job. Mm. Um, C's get degrees, but I don't know if they get jobs. Um, That's one of those things, eh? Like, I know in some jobs, in, like, some sectors, it doesn't really matter what marks you got. mm. It more matters that you've got the degree in the first place and what it is specified in. But law is one of those things where the grades do count, eh? I think because it's so competitive, there's more... I think there are more lawyers or graduate lawyers than there are jobs. Mm. And so 
they've got to decide somehow, and it's a pretty easy metric. Yeah. Um, to cut people and decide that way because you know, like some the internship position positions for the firms that put them out. There's I don't know, say fifty positions, and pretty much every single graduate across all the law schools in New Zealand, all five of them, like hundreds of people will be mm. applying for all those positions. Hundreds, if not thousands. And, you know, that's just the legal jobs. And there's also like the government department jobs. I know the Ministry of Ed one had, I think it was 700 plus applications Jesus. for three, two or three positions last year. Mm. Um, so the internship stuff's insanely competitive. And the grad roles, there are more of those, I think, but not many more. There's hundreds of grads. Um, so it can be quite difficult to sort of find your way after law school. I think, and mm-hmm. so having those good grades certainly helps. Yeah. Well, I'm fucked. <laughs> so you you mentioned that you are volunteering at this firm at the moment. Oh, um, uh, it's not a it's not a firm. Uh, it's we operate out of the Citizens Advice Bureau, so it's more. Oh, okay. I don't know what to call it, like organization rather organization? than organization. Cool business yeah. business. Yeah. So, like, what is it called, and how did you kind of get that kind of role um, whilst studying, of course. So it's the Workers' Rights Service. Um, we You can find us online through the Citizens Advice Bureau. If you email them, they'll refer you to us if you have employment issues. Um, it's free employment advocacy. So if you have an issue with your boss, you're missing holiday pay, right. they've been bullying you, harassing you, you, you think your legal rights have been breached in some way, you come to us and we'll do everything for you essentially run it right to conclusion um mm. whatever that may be um and it's run by law students i think we've got about four or five uh practicing lawyers involved with it um three of those are new and two newly practicing um but two of them are sort of old hands and quite experienced and so you know you'll mainly be through that, you'd mainly be seeing law students. Yeah. Um, and I often bounced everything through an actual lawyer because I'm not one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, yeah. On the up. Yeah. Just another year. And then I sort of. Half. Yeah. Oh, and then plus, uh, I think it's six or 12 weeks of courses that get you admitted to the bar. And that's about another $8,000. And then the Jesus. court fees to actually go get you a nice hat and robes put on and they officially say, all right, you're a lawyer is about, I think that's a couple hundred bucks as well. Yeah. So, you know, just a kick in the nuts at every step. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be law without. Very, like financial low blows. Yeah. In increment amounts. And yeah, yeah. I, and I, if there's anyone that knows how to do it, it's lawyers. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 100%. You know what? Yeah. Um, I mean, law school doesn't teach you how to be a lawyer. It teaches you about law. So I think that course is extremely necessary because <laughs> um, you know I don't know how to file documents to court I don't understand how like billing works or why they charge so much or like how to be an actual lawyer because mm. I think that stuff's all that minutiae gets taught to you in that course um, so it makes mm. sense it's there but I only found out about it about six months ago um, when someone on the Vic Law Society page posted about profs, and I was like, 
Why have they got so many people looking to be law professors, like mm. profs, mm. actually professionals? Mm. Uh, <laughs> qualification. I was like, what the fuck is this? Are you yeah, fucking yeah. serious? <laughs> so I finished my five-year degree, and I have more to do. Yeah. Apparently so. Um, <laughs> so Isn't that weird, though, that like, you can do all this theory, and then they say, they, essentially, before you do that bar stuff, they essentially say, right, here's your degree. You're ready to go out and do it, but you don't know the, the basics. Yeah, the bare bones of it. You know, yeah. it's like it's like high school where like they teach you math and they teach you English and science and all that sort of shit. Doesn't mm. mean shit when you. Doesn't get mean to shit. You don't know how to. I can buy put a deposit on your first home. You don't know how to buy a car. You don't know how to do any of these sorts of things that are actually going to be genuinely useful for you throughout your life. Yeah, I. With everything I've learned in law school, it's been pretty rare that I've actually applied it to yeah. the real employment law stuff. Mm. I mean. It's sort of tangentially related, but probably the most useful thing I did was get shown how to use the legal database to search, um, like to search cases. And that was like 10 minutes of a six month course. It was just tacked on second year. Um, That's the most useful thing I've found in actually being an advocate for people in the real world, knowing about criminal law, public law. Because what what do you want to specialize in, Dina? I like, I like employment law at the moment, but I feel like it's kind of like when you ask a kid what they want to do, and they're like, uh, policeman, <laughs> spaceman. Yeah. You know, it's like I've only seen employment law, so that's the only thing I can think to do. Yeah. I, I could love tax law. I don't think I will, but, you know, that could be my <laughs> tax, calling. Tax just and law. Just hearing tax is boiling my piss right now. Well, like, the hear tax and law together, I can't mm. imagine anything more, like, not up my alley. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. It's me. like Duncan <laughs> Garner, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, I hate Duncan Garner. Yeah. Oh. So. David Warner. David you know? Warner, yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, I'm going to uh, give you some rapid-fire questions here, okay. uh, Angus. Um, so some of them are true or false, some of them are just, you know, answer, please. True or false... You became a lawyer because you watched a single episode of Suits and you wanted to be like Harvey Specter. Uh, false. I'm not a lawyer. Well, you wanted to do law. Um, See, law student. Fucking right oath. Exactly. Right you know what? Argument. I'll just, I'll just leave. Yeah. Um, yeah, false. I think Suits is stupid and makes lawyers look stupid. <laughs> they're, they're really bad lawyers. Like, I'd be spewing if I was paying them. <laughs> what? But Harvey Specter's a G. He's such a cool no, dude. No, bro. They keep like... Oh, I'm going to, like, screw over my client to save the firm or, like, have sex with this hot beezy or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? They just... They Can just you call sc- a receptionist a beezy? Well, yeah. apparently... In suits, you probably could. Because <laughs> like, you'll defend yourself after that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was not impressed. If I was paying them the, like, hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars an hour they'd be charging, I would expect them to be the most boring stale people that just essentially slave over my issue and they've got all this like office politics and drama going on i wouldn't want that what a mess of a firm (laughs) toxic workplace you know terrible ethics anyway i think questionable ethics questionable (laughs) ethics yeah not not a place i'd want to work yeah uh true or false the socratic method of teaching is the single worst invention of victoria university False. I hate it, but it does make me learn. I got asked fifteen question. I got asked fifteen times in public law by one of the lecturers, Dean Knight. I don't know whether it's because I know Dino. Yeah, um, ninety. But shut up, Lord. you know it, it. It forced me to actually do the work because I would be asked <laughs> about it. So that, I actually did quite well in that course. Um, got like a B for that section. So for me, that was like stunning. Um, 
I'd seeds the rest of it and ended up getting like a B minus overall, I think, for it. But yeah, um, it does help you learn. It's really anxiety inducing. Like, I can't remember any of my answers because I go into fight or flight <laughs> mode. Like, I'm just, just coursing with adrenaline. Fists come up, like yeah. knives come out. You're like, right, let's fucking do this. Yeah, just you know? shaking. Really, yeah. like, you're uh, stabbing. You're stabbing. Right, I'm really, I'm really. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I like, really, like, lean yeah. forward during yeah. the lecture. There's no microphone there, but you lean forward. <laughs> I don't know. And you like, look around the room <laughs> yeah. as well. Everyone's like, oh my God, he doesn't know. <laughs> Whoa. Bold, bold take on that question <laughs> or, or like there's an a and like a a b c and then you like create like another circle <laughs> and say c uh and say d and then like shade that in and we're like what's what's c i've no fucking clue we used to <laughs> no idea back, back in high school we used to do these prefix assemblies like once a term or twice a term whatever it was and we'd always it was like basically run by the prefix yeah because all the staff were at a staff meeting during that time and we used to all pile into this chapel in the school chapel and there was like these big projectors mm. and on it we'd play a massive game of Kahoot. Oh, yeah. Um, and every single answer was like, oh, I don't know, um, who won the 100 metres at the athletics? And it was like, A, this person, B, this person, C, this person. And then it was this teacher called Peter Gilbert <laughs> and uh, he'd been at the school for fucking yonks. Like, I'm pretty sure he was there when it was founded in like 1832 <laughs> or some shit. And uh, every single answer, no matter what the question was, D, Peter Gilbert. <laughs> like, one of them was, oh, what's the main ingredient in um, a cake? <laughs> no, what's the main ingredient in the chicken katsu that they serve at lunch? And it goes, chicken, rice, katsu sauce, D, Peter Gilbert. <laughs> it didn't even say A, B, or C. It just said D, Peter Gilbert. That, that's very bold, putting a kahoot up on a public... You know, a big projector screen yeah. in a high school. Yeah. I'm sure you'd be getting along a lot of Mike Hunts. Um, Honest. Uh, yeah, there was oh, Mike what, Hunts. There was um, Hugh Janus. Wa- Wayne Kerr, Wayne <laughs> King, yeah. Joe Kerr. Dixie um, Normus. Um, what else? Oh, uh, Dick Pole. Um, we didn't went over this a couple weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Mm. Hugh J. Rection. It's <laughs> <laughs> all the classics. Yeah. All the classics. Yeah. Um, another, another question for you. Would you say that anyone can do law, or does it take a certain type of person? Certain breed. Species. I don't know. It's a lot of work. I feel like if you're willing to put in the work, yes, but like, it's knowing what work to do and actually making the time. Like, it, I'm. <laughs> yeah, I'll study law. I might just do some algebra uh, real quick instead. I get um, like. Yeah, like you could end up wasting like a lot of time on irrelevant stuff, and you could. I don't know. Like, if you're. I want to say yes, but I think the reality is it's just too difficult if you're not very academic Smart. or. Well, it's <laughs> if not. You're thick, don't it's, do law. <laughs> I mean. That's why I didn't do law. I'm literally like, too thick to do law. I did one day of law school. You did then, half an hour of law. I did, no, there was one lecture. And I, that's how I met Levi, actually. Yeah, the, I one, sat, the I, one lecture that you spent half an hour in, and then you left. Yeah, I'm, no, because the lecture was 40 minutes. So I spent 40 minutes in law, actually, you dickhead. Um, went to one lecture, sat down next to Levi, wrote my name down in, on the like the sheet for the yeah. Socratic method of teaching, and then that was the only class I ever went to, and I dread the person that sat in my seat the next day, <laughs> and was like, all right, Tom Watson, what's the answer to this question? The fucking dude like, um... That's not that's not me. 
you know. I'm, I'm huge anus. Yeah, I'm huge anus, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Um, and that was as far as I got. I actually bought the law book the oh, day before no. I dropped law. And it was oh. like a $60 law book. You gave it to me oh, and no, I read get, it. And you never paid me for it. No, why would I pay you for it? Because you, you gave got it to me. There's nothing legally useful in that anyway. It's yeah. more like really broad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it, didn't the lecturer write that book as well? Oh, yeah. Gmo. Yeah. Gmo. Oh, Granty. <laughs> yeah. You missed his song. You should have stuck through just to hear him sing. I can't remember what he did now. He did not sing a song. He does. Every single year, he sings a, like a revision song or something. I can't remember because so I don't. I drop that yeah. Yeah. Also, speaking of Grants, um, do you see Grant Guilford's son? No. In the paper the other day? Zach? No. Zach? What happened there? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. he can't look after his son. He can't look after university. Mm. Yeah. Can you look after... Can can I don't know if he can even look after himself. I mean, he's pretty wealthy. Mm. Clearly, he's got his priorities. Fun fact. With himself. Oh, here we go. Fun fact. He doesn't live in Wellington. No. His, in, his abode. No, it's too expensive. Yeah, his humble abode is <laughs> So he chose just to live in Auckland instead. Yeah. <laughs> everything. That. No wonder this uni's shit. He's doing everything by Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> and that was before COVID as well. Yeah, hard. <laughs> Skype drop in. Google Teams. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, have you got another rapid fire question, Norm? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I never answered uh, your question about how I actually got into workers' rights. The answer yeah. is I was taking a poo and there was a flyer on the back of the toilet door. Wow. And I thought, I can do that. You know what? I would do... That is fucking amazing. Uh, this yeah. is... Okay, look. Most, look, look, hang on. Just really go. quickly. No, you go. Back, back to me. Back to you. Ba- back on. to you. Back to me. Thomas back to me. Watson, back to you. Okay, don't, yeah. don't call me that. Um, that's the thing, like, taking a poo... <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Let me finish. Taking a poo can sometimes lead to... Okay, actually, we've got to get, be very careful here because the first episode we got very much into poo talk and we were criticised for it heavily. So, actually, I'll leave it there. I'll leave uh, it there. Um, what about, uh, yeah, PSC, post-shit clarity, you know? We're not talking about it. We're not talking about poos. Cool. We're not talking uh, about them. Uh, Sorry. Is it, can I carry on with ba- what I was ba- saying? Back to you, Fantastic. Norma Muhammad. Cool. Um, the fuck, I hate you. Oh, yeah, um, no. Right. So yeah, so you're, you're taking your poo. That is fucking amazing because the previous guest we've had on, you know, last week we had Weird Old Richard, which is a fantastic story of, of how he, you know, a lot of hard work going into him landing this massive job. Mm, no hard work here. Yeah, no, <laughs> no I mean, just I mean, a poo break. I mean, yeah. if anything, you were working hard getting that, getting the log. Okay, up, okay, so okay. I need a bit okay, more okay. Fiber in my diet. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. Okay. So, so from from there, like, what were yours? Did you just call them up? Did you email them? Uh, like them? then and do? there on the toilet. Nah. So there was a training session, um, and you signed up, and I just said, "Hi, I'm Angus." Um, <laughs> Yeah. You're hired. You're hired, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, quite literally, I, was like, I have no legal experience. I'm a second-year law student. I can just picture you yeah. standing there, like, me waiting for mum to go off the phone so I can tell her I've shat my pants. Just go, hi, I'm Angus. And they go, yep, we'll take you. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll do. Sounds you'll, right. you'll do. Yeah. You seem special. Yeah. <laughs> we um, got you. But, yeah, so there was a question on the form there was like a Google form you had to fill in, and it was like, "Do you have any legal experience?" <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, uh, I studied law, but nah, yeah. not um, really. Now, actually, like helping organize the training, I realized that question doesn't matter. They were just checking to see if anyone, like, they mm. would take us regardless. Um, <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> they, they will. They will take anyone as long as you have. They're either a law student or have some tangentially related experience. They'll take pretty much everyone. And I got sued once. Does that count? 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's fine. I might join you. Yeah. Um, so I signed up, went to the training. I was a really good boy for the first one. And, you know, I was reading, I found this employment law textbook online and I was thinking, you know, this is, this is really meaningful to me. I'm really excited and enthused about this. And then I think one of my mates, I think it was Sophie, fell down a flight of stairs and broke her, broke her leg or something. Jesus. Um, and so I had to drive out at like 10 a 10 PM to flat party to get her. I ended up driving the wrong way to a hospital and ended up taking about, half an hour to get there and we went over all these um, speed bumps while she's sitting in my little V-dub golf with a potentially broken leg so I'm just you know shaking that all around and making sure it was in fact broken Yeah, if Um, not breaking it a bit more if not breaking it a bit more so yeah so that that was what happened the night before the first training Um, and it was all good just pretty general stuff Mm. what is an employment agreement what is an employee what's bullying Um, what I do to norm every day yeah Mm. Um, yeah Wow. Just that basic stuff. And then there was a second training session, which I got smashed before and was incredibly hungover. And I remember sitting in, I don't know what the area is called, but they're like sciencey bit of Calvin. You know the newish bit? Yeah, like the... Down the, towards um, Tapuni. Yeah, yeah, the new set of, I don't know either, but yeah. it's, it's... That building. That one. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the newest, the flashiest mm. one on yeah. campus. Anyway, yeah. they've got really nice cold tile floors. So I walked a bit deeper into there and sort of just lay down on those because I was so incredibly hungover and I like being cold when I'm hungover. So I just sort of lay there for a while um, on the brakes. Somebody thought there was a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> They're testing, instead of testing, you know, lab rats or something, they just testing Angus that day. Yeah. They just put him out in the hallway to defrost. Yeah, how is he still alive? How is he taking information? The answer was he wasn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, then I finished that and they said... This was in November, and they said, your first shift with us is in March. And I thought, well, that's really stupid. That's six months away. How fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> or I can't remember what I did. I think I emailed just saying, is there any more information on this? Because I didn't really like that answer. Um, like, what, so you don't need me for six months? How stupid's that? Um, and then I got a reply from the shift leader, Ron, who's sort of ended up becoming a bit of a mentor of mine through this. Um, and he said, I haven't got a volunteer. Um, do you want to come? And I'm like, well, firstly, that doesn't answer my question. But secondly, <laughs> yes, yes, I'll see you. Uh, see you <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, I showed up. We had a client come in and um, he ended up giving me some work to do on that. Did the work. Um, ended good. up with more work. Yeah. yeah, it's a good first step. Good start. Yeah, doing what you're told. Yeah, um, and it sort of just rolled from there. I ended up regularly doing a shift, and so I just kept going, uh, kept getting more work, more things to do. So I needed to keep coming in. Um, rolled around probably March of last year. Hmm. We had a couple shift leaders leave. A lot of volunteers leave because they probably also thought like me. Six months, Jesus Christ! I don't want to wait that long to my shift starts. Why was it that long? Um, it's a pretty slap dash organization, and that there's no money in it, and it's literally just Ron organizing it. So mm-hmm. that was what he thought was best at the time, and it's a volunteering thing. So there's only so much time we put into it, but the work we actually get out is incredible. But the organizational side of it is just whatever we can do. So, yeah, there's probably a more efficient way to do it or there might have been a better way to do it. But with 
whatever it was at the time that made the most sense. I don't really know. <laughs> I, don't mm. know. I don't know. Um, I'm sure there was a good reason for it. Um, or, yeah, because we can only have sort of three-ish people on each shift. Otherwise, the client walks in and they're surrounded by like six people typing <laughs> notes furiously. Mm. That's kind of weird. Mm. Um, so you got to ration the shifts out that way. Like the moment we're on like a monthly, um, our volunteers are on each month and there's a shift leader I'm on every two weeks. Mm. Um it's a pretty light commitment, um, but when the work's on, you sort of need to do it. But yeah, how many hours a week do you do you work there? Um, what like the, the shifts an hour and a half a fortnight, and I at the moment I've been doing maybe two to three hours of work outside of it on cases and clients that come in and just checking the emails and general admin stuff. It fluctuates mm. massively. Um, like I went, I think like eight eight or nine weeks without a client coming in. Sure, sure. Um, so it can be real quiet because we have no advertising. Um, True. But yeah. And then, what was I saying? <laughs> I was trying to thought. Oh, yeah. Around March. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, around March, they were like, oh, do you want to be a shift leader? And I was like, no, to be honest, no, not really. I've only been here for So like, then I became a shift leader. <laughs> um, I got forced into it. <laughs> well, yeah. My thing's always like, say yes, because you can always just say no later. Um, because you know, I was like, oh, if I don't like it, I'll just quit. Um, you know, if it's too much, I'll just say I can't do it. See ya. Um, that, that saying yes and saying no later is that applicable to all aspects of your life? Or, uh, yeah, it's sort of me with dairy. Um, you know, I say yeah. yes to it, and then my body Sips very much no. says no later. <laughs> Tom can um, relate to that one, yeah, yeah, big time. There's, yeah. A, uh, there's actually a story of when I bought you a maxi bond. Oh I completely God. and I f- completely forgot that you were lactose, lactose, <laughs> lactose. La- yeah, lac- lactose, somewhat not and not comfortable with it. No, <laughs> um, and he has a maxi bone. He's like, "Fuck, that was mean." Doesn't sleep the whole night in the fetal Literally position, just tossing and turning, sweating beads, sweating bullets, massive stomach cramps. I was up on the toilet. I was back into bed on the but toilet was, again. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I didn't sleep a wink. I was in so much pain. Just yeah. stomach yeah. cramps. Mm. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next question for you, Gus. Because you've spoken about law school and how it's quite difficult and it's quite taxing and takes up a lot of your time. How do you reckon that this experience has impacted your mental health? <laughs> Definitely negatively. Yeah. Um, like, no, like, I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> it's, it's like the fact. Yes, no shit. Like, yeah. Um... That I stress this much about it that I that there's a real possibility I can fail and have to cost myself thousands of dollars and retake yeah. a year long course. Um, it is quite taxing and also just sort of like the hit to the ego and self esteem and self image of seeing that fail. Mm. Yeah, it's like, you're a failure. You've failed, sort of thing. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, no, there's been a couple of sleepless nights. I mean, I've cried over results. Um, I don't know whether it's I've just got a thicker skin now and I'm a bit more resilient, but like a bad result ruins my day, week, um, in a way that it just, my BA doesn't, mm. um, I guess because I do better in that. But yeah, no, it's really quite taxing. It's because I think law, along with you know a couple other degrees in university, because of the sheer length of it, like, you know, five years plus mm. some more, like you said, for law, six, almost seven years for med. Yeah. You know, 
five yeah, Arky. Yeah, yeah, five plus, you know, four years working under someone to get registered for Arky mm. and range of other, you know, disciplines. Just the length of it creates that pressure in itself. Mm. And because you need to perform all the time, you just need to, you need to be switched on all the time. Mm. You know, like every single assignment, every single quiz, test, whatever, you still, you always need to show up with your A game. And, you know, it's inevitable that your mental health is going to go down the shitter at some point, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, saying, you know, you've said that, you know, case in point has been shit, mm. you know, your mental health. Do you think you've, you know, become kind of like adjusted to it or like how have you kind of uh, dealt with it feels remedying a bit like, it in a sense? Oh, no, maybe apathy or like Stockholm syndrome. Like it's just, <laughs> this is my life now right. um, and I'm just sort of used to it. Yeah. Finally, after four years. But, you know, I, I had an exam on Monday and I was feeling physically sick mm. going into it from nerves. And it's my fourth year of doing it. Yeah. You know, like, I, I can't believe I still care that much, but mm. you do. And it was the same for everyone else. I don't know whether they were all sweating because it was just warm inside or they were nervous. <laughs> no um, AC. Really hungover. But, yeah. And then, oh, that was a horrible exam. He <laughs> examined us on something that he said wasn't examinable, but I guess technically it was. There was like a circle of stuff he'd said not examinable. So as soon as he said those words, switched off. Yeah. I'm not paying attention. Um, but the five minutes he spoke after were examinable. Um, mm. And it was quite unclear what was and wasn't unexaminable. And that was 26% of the essay. And so you go into that. And I think this might be sort of some of the resilience. But I just saw that question, read it, thought, oh, I can't answer that. I haven't paid for that. Fuck. So I just mm. turned the page and kept going. And then had a rant that evening about it. It was done. Kind of mm. forgot about it, mm. a bit sort of over it, moved on. Whereas it might be weighing on me a bit more, but it just sort of is what it is. You move on, get stuck in with the next thing. But mm, yeah, no, what, it's a good. That's a good mentality to have. What, man. what have you used though to? Because obviously, you know, it's essentially com- compartmentalizing and and just accepting that it is what it is. Is there any um, tools that you've used to help get you through those? really tough it's like what like I don't know the, basically what I'm asking is what do you do to relax but it's a whole lot more than that it, I mean like unironically alcohol like at the end of last year like I, I got I was feeling really down about law and had three like way too big weekends where I just got blitzed and it was a total mess um and uh, I had to drive two hours home I was sitting in the car like in the most hungover I think I've ever been and it was like, oh, shit, okay, this is why I'm doing this because I'm so fed up and burnt out from law. This mm. is what's fed into this unhealthy drinking. Yeah. And, you know, I'm lucky in the sense that I pulled it up then after only a couple rough nights. Um, but, yeah, that, like, quite honestly, is part of it, a pretty unhealthy way to deal with stress. Um, what would be a healthy way for you? I've started you- exercising and rowing again. I That's find nice. up last Wednesday as sort of an outlet and something completely different. And yeah. I did use it. I've used it in the past. It does work um, quite Ex- well for exercise me. Exercise in general? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I think. And it does work quite well. Um, but also just, I don't know. I don't really deal with it too well, to be honest. I, mm. I don't have any deliberate strategy I've thought of. I've mm. just sort of become accustomed to it and can point to 
exactly why I was getting so smashed those couple of times. It was related to stress from law. Mm. And now, uh, as a side effect of the exercise, like there's a bunch of reasons to do it, but one of the benefits will be the mental health. Mm. Um, just keeping it... Cl- whoops, sorry. <laughs> just keeping it clear in, like, you know, the top two inches, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess also separating, like, when you're doing work and when you're not and trying not to let it bleed over, just having your time set. Um, I don't really know how to study properly because I'm only sort of working that out now because I never have, but I think only doing work when I'm in the library and setting those times helps a lot so you can relax when you're home. It's like distinguishing in your head, like, okay, this is a place to relax, this is a place to work. Yeah, I think yeah. that can help. I don't know. I'll see how it goes. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I have been doing work at home while I'm in bed and I flick over to a YouTube video to relax and it's like I want to try and stop doing that and blurring mm. that line mentally in my head between when I'm relaxing and when I'm working. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not probably managing law the best you could. So it's probably not. That's a human thing though. Like, you know, yeah, there's does definitely... anyone really handle it that well? Well, some people seem to because they do quite well. That's the thing, it. they and seem then, to though, eh? Yeah, and then, but then I do wonder what their social life's like and what mm. they're doing with the rest of their life. Yeah. Um, like what's taking a hit so that you can yeah. do this really well? Yeah, really good and balance. Maybe they have just got it all balanced and worked out, but they their mental health could be in the toilet. They could mm. have no friends. Mm. Um, they could have, you know, they could just be doing law and nothing else. Mm. And for some people, that's fine because that's what they actually enjoy. But I don't enjoy law school that much. Mm. Um, I like law, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't really done it yet. But I think that's the, the episode name. I like law, I think. It's <laughs> uh, um, what we're saying is like check on your law school friends. Uh, but like, like massively. That it's a meme, like a joke that we're all depressed and anxious mm. is like, a hundred percent true, but it's so sad that it's become like a cliche. Mm. Yeah. It seems unnecessary. It just doesn't see need to be. I don't know what you'd change, but like the bullshit question I got on that property law exam, like why I don't understand why the lecturer would choose to put that in there. Why would he pick something that's questionable, whether people will freak out about it? Like how out of touch are they with people with the students that they can't realize that that's a question a lot of people might not have properly prepared for if he said that it wasn't examinable as or well that stuff very close to it wasn't examinable yeah. like how would he not think like oh that might freak people out or you know some of the stuff and then the really tight time constraints and i know a lot of the law school is bounded a lot by i think the college of law i think that's what it's called but there's a sort of overarching body that looks after all the legal education and the, all the core courses to make sure there's parity between Waikato and Vic. I don't know how good a job they're doing there. Um, but, like, and making sure it's r- roughly wherever you go, the edu- legal education's the same and you come out with the same knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a baseline of learning you've done. And I think that restricts them a lot on what they can and can't do. Because I look at my electives, which are like a breath of fresh air, and they're essay-based or there's like five exams instead of one, which is actually good because then, you know, an hour-long exam for six weeks of content isn't enough, but an hour-long exam for three weeks of content is fine. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like changing some of that stuff, uh, removing some of the unnecessary pressure because when in your life are you going to be like, okay, everything you've learned now about property law for six weeks, you must put it all down in an hour. 
Yeah. You know, no, you're never, never yeah. ever going to do that. It demonstrates no real world skills. Yeah. It's not applicable to real life. Exams are so arbitrary and they just don't, I don't feel they reflect what my very limited experience of doing law is like. Mm. You know, you, yes, you'll be under time pressure sometimes, but you'll never be under that extreme amount of time pressure and you'll never not be able to ask for help the guidance to check things to you know have the internet available to just like throw out a hail mary google question like what is property law yeah. um but you know um i think exams are create a needless amount of stress that's probably one of the first things that could go like a, would you prefer if it was like more like a courtroom no in terms of an examination no no um most lawyers won't end up in court. That's fair. So I think it's like 70-30 <coughs> split with people who actually go on to do law with 70, I think, going to do actual law and work at law firms and 30 don't. And then in that 70%, I think it's like 20% will become, I think it's barristers and that's where you know, going yeah. to the bar comes from. That I think it's the words etymology. Um, what? <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, no, it's a really bad rash. Um Sounds sounds like edamame, which is type of bean. beans. beans. Yeah. Yeah. beans yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's where those. that sort of bean comes from. Mm. Um, but very few <laughs> economics people, yeah. I think, would actually end up in a courtroom, and they do cover that briefly. It's called mooting, where you pretend to go in a courtroom. And it, imagine when you had to do speeches in school, um, but it's not school; it's law school, and mm. you've never prepared. Which is still to, technically school. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I, I sweat. I was sweating so bad when I did the practice competition with the with the fantastic uh, Jack Blakemore. What, what, oh, what a man! Um, what a man! What a man! But yeah, what a man! Mm. Fishing boat does it all. Oh, he's got some. Oh, we need to get him on here. He's yeah. got, he must have some amazing stories. Oh, he will. Shit, yes, he, he needs will. to come on. Maybe yeah. a, maybe a, it's a counterpoint to my my experience in law <laughs> school because he's done quite well. But I think I think he has. I think he was saying. I don't know if he's doing it this year. I think he might have. I thought sure. he burnt out because he was working sure. himself to the bone. But yeah. that would provide a pretty good counterpoint to my mm. experience in law yeah. school. Yeah. One end, one extreme to the other. Yeah. Um, so, so you said that you know, um, doing rowing recently has you know, cleared up your your kind of mental a little bit, or you know, have you you've got something else to do? I suppose. Yeah. Um, I remember you telling me you used to do rowing in high school. Yeah. How how is how is that like talk about that cuz you know you did you do any like were you in any of the like the eights or Yeah, I was in it was pretty competitive. We like not to toot my own horn but we did pretty well and like <laughs> We were pretty yeah. fucking amazing actually. Yeah. yeah. Um you know, I was North Island rep under 18, mm. Auckland rep under 18. We took that crew over to Queensland and raced in their state champs and wow. I won three gold medals there. You know, like nice, I was man. pretty good as a skinny seventeen-year-old. Um, you know, my glory days, um, <laughs> peak. <laughs> but that was a pretty high-level environment, pretty stressful. Um, looking back now, it was quite toxic. Mm. Um, you know, you look at a lot of the stuff they're doing in sport with prioritizing athletes' mental health over winning, and that's certainly not what we did it was all about mm. winning yeah and that sort of thing that winning fixes everything well yeah. for us it didn't mm. um we won in my under 17 year so about year 12 yeah. went into year 13 trying to win the mighty cup um sort of the biggest 
I'd say schoolboy event in New Zealand. Um, yeah. mm. I'd say it's huge. up there with winning <laughs> Premier Rugby. Mm. You know, the Mighty Cups. Um, the competition is the largest secondary school sporting event in the Southern Hemisphere. It's it's enormous. Uh, it's you know the co- culmination of five years of ten trainings a week um, mm. for you know the best people in New Zealand at that specific yeah, yeah. sport. Um, so we were looking to win that. We ended up coming fifth. Yeah. Um, got off water, had a massive cry. It was inconsolable because I remember from 14 um, watching a race of the Mighty Cup and thinking, shit, I really want to be in that. I'd love yeah, to win yeah. that. And that put me through. You know, I moved schools from McLean's and I got scholarship to St. Kent's to do it with the aim of winning the Mighty Cup. Um, and we didn't no, uh, yeah. take that to my grave. So yeah. so salty about it. We yeah. got bronze in the Springbok four, um, which is you know nothing to sniff at, but it's just will always be tarnished by um, that fifth or well, maybe even sixth. I don't know. I can't. I've watched the race once and it was like, oh, it's like well, eating one glass. One of those things, man. It's like I can't. I still can't watch the. This is not on the same level because it wasn't personal, but I still can't watch the Cricket World Cup final <laughs> last year or two years ago now, twenty nineteen. Mm. Oh. I still haven't watched it. I watched mm. it live. And haven't it. watched it because it literally makes me feel sick. Yeah, yeah, to my stomach. No, yeah. I I do still struggle to watch the Mighty Cup now, and I watched it again this year, and mm. just out of interest, something to do on a Saturday, an excuse to crack open a beer. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. anything's an excuse any, to crack yeah. open a beer. Yeah. Um, so I don't know it kind of got me back into it. I was looking at like all my like rowing lycras. Um, which obviously don't look as flash now as they did back then. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking about selling them because I get a couple hundred bucks for all of them. Um, but then I was talking to Alex on... Alex I only started man. rowing last Wednesday. <laughs> so I only <laughs> yeah. signed up. But he convinced me last Wednesday to get back into it. Um, so I did, and I'm loving it. I think it'll be what I continue to do for a long time now. And it's completely Good, different from school. That toxic win over everything mentality it's, it's, it's more of an enjoy, enjoyment yeah. based thing rather than like focusing in on yeah. you need to win you you're know? doing it because you want to be there not because your scholarship depends on it or there's yeah. all this social pressure to mm. succeed mm. Um, or like school pride is that, like, oh I didn't give a shit about St. Yeah. Kent <laughs> oh really okay yeah. fair enough then <laughs> no I mean like, different schools we're in all going to point Yeah, norm right, yeah, no, I, I couldn't give a shit about that school um, uh, yeah like I was there on a scholarship. I was there for me. Fuck the school. If they're happy to pay for me to be there, good on them. But right, you know, there's so many. <laughs> they're like, lost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They want to pay me to be here and win. I think that's a bit stupid on their part. But education's a waste of money. Um, yeah, I played Pokemon through most of my time in high school. <laughs> Get to exam period and crack out the old emulator on the, old, on on the old school life. laptops. Yeah, yeah. Um, clearly Taiwan's not as windy as we're, we're gonna have to call it there. I'm afraid, boys. Um, I just get paid to do this. We'll see how it goes. It's an odd job, but it's the longest one I've had, and I got it while I was naked. So Lovely. Nice. Yeah. Lovely. All right. Well, uh, see you next week, guys. Yeah. Um, meow. Meow.